uh, we're about to be live on the line with my man KJ52 right here in a minute. And uh, a lot of stuff going on with him. And uh, I know he has a show tonight, so we're going to get on the phone with him real quick. And we got him live on the line. KJ52, what's good? Oh, man, you're just got a country artist playing behind me right now. So Hey, that's, that's <laughs> dope, man. Loud. It's fitting. It's fitting for this show because we play a lot of country <laughs> on Speak Live Radio. I, I like your Trace Adkins mashup with uh, Dub with uh, Smash Mouth. It was great. It was great. It's good. We definitely do that. Hey, if I need, if it's too loud, I can move if you need me to move. I think it's straight. I, yeah, we really don't need okay. to hear much in the background, so I think we're okay, good. Okay, great. Um, but yeah, man, what's good, man? Jonah Part 2 is out. Let's jump right into it. Yeah, Obi-Quan Kenobi, let's do this. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, you know, uh, it's it's my Empire Strikes Back. You know what I mean? Okay. Star Wars was the first. This is my Empire Strikes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, man, it was supposed to be just a couple bonus songs, and then I just caught the bug, and I started recording more and more. And and after talking to the fans, because I had the Kickstarter for the movie, too, kind of after talking to them, it was like, you know what? Just do a new project. Yeah. But it felt, like a, it felt like a continuation of the of the last record. So that's, yeah. that's why I got really not creative with the title. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, I don't, I don't want to pay for more album artwork. I don't want to have to do Absolutely. too much. <laughs> Man, were you, were, were you in my meeting? I, I was there. I was there. <laughs> but it's yeah, dope, so, man. Um, I'm, it, it, it felt like just a nice continuation of it, but it's really its own thing. And yeah, uh, I'm just loving indie life these days. So, I feel you. And I wanted to talk about that indie life, man, because I've been, you know, I get all your emails that you're sending to the fans because I'm a fan. Ah! Um, <laughs> but, dude, I, I really want to just, like, big you up on that because a lot of artists that have been doing it for a long time, I almost said older artists, but a lot of artists that hey, have been doing it for a long time. They were time, all thinking. Say the elephant. I don't mind. A lot of the 40-year-old artists. A lot of the 40-somethings. Uh, <laughs> but a lot of artists I see that even submit music to us to play it, they're still stuck in their in, in the day where they started. They're still stuck in the '90s or the early 2000s. And what I like yeah. that you've been doing is you've been consciously reaching out to your fans through the email and, and, and doing it sure. the way it needs to be done today. How is that transition yeah. for you? And was that hard to even grasp that concept that I need to do this a totally different way if I'm going to reach a new audience and keep my old fan base at the same time? Um, I don't think the transition was hard, maybe a, a little bit of a learning curve because, you know, I'm doing everything myself now. But, yeah. I mean, honestly, dude, I, I saw the writing on the wall at least 10 years ago. Um, so in my head, I was like, I got to start thinking like an independent artist, yeah. even when I was still in the major label system. So for me to sit around and wait on anybody to do it for me or, you know, I knew I had to build community because that's what would take care of me. Yeah. You know, when, when the, when the, when the major label system ended or whatever, but, um, it's it's not as hard as you think. I mean, it's it's really just if you're just willing to like go. I know nothing, so let me learn. Yeah, you're fine. You know. So the funny thing about an email list is that it's the one thing that you can guarantee that people will read because everything now with social media is getting hidden with algorithms and exactly. You know, yeah. they want you to pay the ads, and so um, yeah. I mean, I, you're right. I do have a big swath of people that I can hit. Uh, so it's hard keeping everybody happy but yeah. it's no different than anyone that you know pastors a church that has many different generations there so exactly and and, and you know saying that with the email list um and I, I still don't think a lot of people have even jumped on having an email list because they think social media no is the only way um but even with that you're reaching the people that want to be reached by you 
You know, you're not. Yes. Because some people do. I mean, I know people probably unfollow me a lot because I'm always posting <laughs> radio shows. You know, I'm always posting ads for sure. for Gorilla Cross and stuff like that, which I understand. I don't mind uh, that people do that. But sure. yeah, with the email list, you grab exactly who wants to be grabbed. And I think a lot more artists right. need to start doing that. Um, so what what was that process like talking to other artists? I know last time we talked, uh, we talked about you working with Derek Minor a lot and getting yeah. a lot of advice from him. Um, have you got advice from other artists that have been doing it right now? And, and what's that been like for you? You know what? Uh, I don't know if I got a lot of advice from the marketing standpoint, because I think I'm an anomaly. I don't think there's anybody really doing what I'm doing yeah. right now. Um, just because it's, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm like the last man standing in some, yeah. <laughs> in some aspect. <laughs> I will say where I do get lots of input is when I make the records. So my goal is always to keep people around me that are younger than me yeah. that are able to do what I can't do, or maybe I can do it, but they can do it better Yeah, and allowing them to speak into my life. So for in that case, that was guys like spec, you know, he produced a lot of this stuff on the new record. That was, uh, guys like Cannon. you know, okay. um, these guys are all with their fingers on the pulse. Not that I'm not too, but they they can translate it in a way that makes sense for me as an older head who has done it a certain way for so long. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, that's where I let people speak into my life hugely, you know? Yeah. That's good. I didn't know Speck uh, was on this record so heavy. That, that's that's dope. Yeah. Well, if he didn't produce every song, he, he actually might have done the vocal arrangements or the tuning or, nice. you know, like he, he, was, uh, he was a huge uh, part of it. But it wasn't just him. You know, there's a guy by the name Marv Mo Beats. He did a bunch of tracks. Okay. Um and then uh, Juice Bangers did one. And then I had like two good friends called the Tennis Band that, that did some stuff. So it's a mixed it's a mixed bag, but it's really, man, I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of the project. Still, man. And, uh, you know, I was listening to it t- the past couple days. Um, I like, too, man, you don't have too many features because that, that's one of my pet peeves is a lot of artists will be so feature heavy. It's like I don't even know who the artist is on this album, you know. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's like yeah. a compilation album, you know. Um, right, right. But I like that it, it, it feels like you specifically chose certain artists that, that fit. You didn't just get artists to to say, like, I want this artist featured. Let, let's force the song together. Um, all, all the songs you have, yeah. you know, make sense. Um, so talk about some of your features, yeah. man. Uh, I don't know who Golden Child is, um, but Sean C. Johnson, <laughs> Zanti, and, and Dayton, I definitely know them. And then yeah. uh, you got Cannon on Savage. Yeah. So uh, me and Golden Child, that's like the first guy I ever rapped with back in the day from 20 years ago. That yeah. was when the original Sons of Intellect crew. So when we did that song, it was a remake of an old song we did way okay, back in dope. the day. So um, Sean, you know, I worked with Sean previously. Sean was just you know, he has that sort of John Legend kind of yeah. gospel kind of vibe. Um, so he made sense on that song. Uh, Cannon was a deal where I already had the chorus, but I knew I sounded terrible doing it. <laughs> so Cannon was able to kind of like, and, and a lot of the chorus, I write them. I yeah. just don't, I know where my skill set is. Yeah, definitely. So Cannon was able to kind of reinterpret it, tighten it up, um, things like that. So Zanti was an interesting thing one because, I didn't know him at all. And it's rare that you'll see me collaborate with somebody I don't know, Yeah, but I got to know him. And it's funny because this is probably the first time I've ever seen there's a generation gap in in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And so he's a Tampa boy. Um, You know, I see a lot of myself in him in the sense of a young kid hungry to do what God wants him to do. And he's, he's doing his generation's music. So as an older head, you know, sometimes we take the, we want to diss that because it's not the way we did it. 
and I and God really convicted me like your job is to speak into the next generation. Yeah, that's good. And guide them through. They don't have to go through the same crap you did. And so I reached out to his dad and I said, "Hey, man, I know you got a lot of labels trying to sign you. Um, can I be a resource for you? I don't want anything ex- in exchange. Yeah, I just want to help you." And that was it. And out of that came the song. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't ever some convoluted plan. Yeah. So I mean, that's really. And then Dayton, you know, I know Dayton casually, but uh, when I did the All I Had track, I was like, man, I really love this song. I said, what will take it to the next step? I was like, I need a spitter yeah. who's also current to what's going on right now. And um, I met Dayton randomly at a hotel one time, and then, <laughs> dude, he just he killed it. Like he, it's it's rare that I listen to a verse anymore, and like the hair on the back of my neck stands up. Yeah. Like I haven't done that probably since like Public Enemy or something. But wow, <laughs> uh, Dayton really brought that, yeah. and uh, I think that's everybody. I don't think there's anybody else on there. Yeah, that, that's I, I believe that's all the features. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. And that was a dope track. And, and you dropped a video for that last week, also. Uh, yeah. Tell us about yeah. that video because I, I was really impressed with that video. Right when the the the, the beat dropped, I'm like, all right, this is going to be different. And yeah. I, I like how you can stay modern but still stay yourself. Uh, that's very important yeah. because I see a lot of these artists that have their own style that are totally going all the way 100 percent on the new trend. And you had a right. little bit of that flavor in it, but it was still KJ. And that's what I really liked about this track. So tell us about the track and the video. You know, it's, 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 you, you nailed it because that, you're right. The best thing I can do ever is just update my software but not change my, my computer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the best way I compare it to going at it. So, um, I don't know, man. I got that beat from Spec. Uh, I was like, man, I can be lyrical on this beat, but it's so 808 heavy, it's going to appeal to the new generation. Yeah. Um, I wrote the verses. You know, I mean, for me, punchline write, writing is not hard. You know, that's like my default setting, but I had no chorus and I was struggling with the chorus. And, and it wasn't until I wrote the last line in the second verse, plan B family, that was like, wait a minute, I think that's the chorus. And I said it to spec and he was like, perfect. That's, that's exactly the chorus. And, but I'll be honest with you. He coached me a lot through that song. So he was there with me. We did a show together in Myrtle beach and he just coached me. He was like, try it again this way. Try it again that way. Okay. Say it like this. Yeah. He goes, give me, and then give me all the takes and I'm going to do it. And, uh, and he even tuned my vocals a little bit to the key of the song. Okay. Um, so you'll hear, like, I'm, in a, I'm, not in this, I'm not lower pitch, but I'm just tuned yeah. to the right register. Anyway, all that to be said, you know, it was, it was um, you're right. It's me, but it's where the new thing is. Yeah. But it's funny because I just got in a big debate with a guy who was like, all you're doing is biting styles and you're too old to be rapping like that and dressing <laughs> like that in the video. So... Was it that? brought up the whole point is like, what do I, you know, it's like, I can't win, man. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, but the point, but the video, honestly, it was pretty effortless. We just, I drove to Orlando. It was like a cold, rainy day, a rare, cold, rainy day. Yeah. I had a friend with the warehouse. I think we knocked it out in a couple hours. That was it. Like yeah. it wasn't, it really wasn't that deep. You know, it was mostly Vince with his, with a really good, uh, edit. You yeah. know, actually the funny thing was my hype man, Hit the hit one of those guys over and smashed into the into the lens, and we all <laughs> peed ourselves a little bit. <laughs> oh wow! He was so amped, but um, <laughs> yeah, I just called a bunch of my homies in Orlando. I said, "Look, I need y'all to be the family part of this song." Yeah, and they came through, and and Dayton shot his a couple days later, and that was it. It's good stuff, and, and you kind of talk about how how you know you can't really make everyone happy. Is that something that's no. hard for you to do? Um, is trying that or, or are you pretty good at 
sticking to what you, you mean, do. Trying to make everybody happy or trying to be this style? Well, I mean, trying to make everyone happy with your music because you have, you know, your fans that might want you to stay in one lane. And then you have, you know, you yourself wanting to be relevant to not just your old fan base, but to the new fan base. So is that a struggle? That, that, you, it, it's not a, it's not really an issue of relevance. It's not like I sit there going, man, I hope I could be relevant this time around. Yeah. It's not really that it's, I, I, I actually thrive on the challenge. So yeah. if I hear this new style or it's a triplet pattern or it's this way of doing it, man, that's a challenge to me yeah. to try something new. Like I, I thrive on that kind of challenge. It's not like me going, man, I got to get these 19 year old kids on my side. Yeah, I'm not exactly. thinking about that. Yeah. I, I mean, from a ministry standpoint, yeah, but I mean, but that's not the deal. Um, can you, keep, you know what? You can't keep everybody happy. So that's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm not really worried about that. There is songs on here that might appeal to an older fan base, but you know, I even had somebody go like, man, there's no like Mountain Dew song in this record. I'm like, why would I write that? I wrote that 17 <laughs> years ago. Like I'm not in that mindset yeah. to want to write that song. I'm not going to write something just for the sake of that. You know, why don't you write um, another song but, to 45 year old uh, Slim Shady, you know? Like people still think I do that. Like I swear, some people still think I sit around waiting to write Dear Slim Part Three. You know, sipping a Coke, fried cheese. I'm like, it's like they take a snapshot of you from a zillion years ago, yeah. and they never update that. But it, it is what it is. I'm not worried about that. Honestly, I haven't. The, the minimal backlash has been so tiny. Almost yeah. everything has been what you just said. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. And I think that's, you know, it's important. It's, it's important to keep making the music that, that you want to make and uh, challenge yourself. And, and, and you said even for the ministry standpoint, that's a, that's a big thing. And I, I don't know if a lot of artists, I'm not going to say a lot or all of them, but there's a lot of artists that don't look at that aspect of it when they're making music. They just want to make dope music, but not realizing like there's a right. ministry behind this music. And that's something I heard right, right. away, even with the intro uh, spoken word you did. Um, and I, I like yeah. that a lot. I liked how you came off like that. It was, you know, the perfect length for a spoken word. Um, yeah. And you're jumping right in on, you know, who you're talking about and what you're doing. Um, has that yeah. been, has that been any type of uh, conflict with you with, you know, wanting to just make good music, but also wanted to, to do ministry and, and make sure it's ministry because you've kind of stayed in that lane the whole time, which a lot of artists you see kind of, you know, take a back seat to that sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think, see, I think that's the problem. People separate the two. They say your art's over here and your ministry's over there. Yeah. I'm of the opinion that everything is art and everything is ministry. I yeah. don't separate the two. So yeah. that's the way I look at it. I don't think, I, I just don't separate the two. I think yeah. a song can speak to somebody as much as what you might proclaim on stage. Yeah, you know definitely. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's really it. I mean, it's, it's, that's just the way I look at it. And, and, you know, someone said to me the other day, they were like, yo, props to you for being even more bold in a time when Christian hip hop is becoming less bold. Definitely. It's like, I'm not setting out to do, to counter anybody. It's just, this is where my head's at. And this is what I want to talk yeah. about. And this is what's important to me. And I'm having a blast while I'm doing it, you know, and, yeah. I, and I'm in a different, I'm in a different state of mind. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, I'm, I'm almost 43. I'm a father. Yep. I've been married almost 20 years. I'm on staff at a church, but I still tour full time. Yeah. That's what you're hearing the perspective of. It's good. And I think hip hop is in a new place that it's never been in. And yeah. I think it's great. That's good. That's really good. Um, and, you know, talking about, you know, being on staff at a church um, and still touring, how do you balance that uh, with family and, and, and just with being involved in church that heavy? 
you know, honestly, man, I just have a great church that I'm at that understands what I am and what I do. And it's not even an issue of you got to do X, Y, Z. It's just about being strategic and how you plan your future. That's really all it is. I mean, um, they know my weekends are usually gone. And so if I got to get somebody to fill in, I got in. But honestly, the main thing I'm doing right now is back working with youth. We don't have a new youth pastor till June. So I've just been filling in along with the middle school guy and coaching him and speaking. So that's been my main focus. Um, where I can do college stuff, I do it. Where I can do Sunday morning stuff, I do it. But uh, this is the problem I grew up with, was that I always thought you had to separate the two. Yeah. And what God has shown me is that you never need to separate the two. Yeah. One takes care of the other, and that's it. And um, we're just in a different day and age, and I, and I think it's a good thing. Yeah. You know? All right, so uh, we got the email list. We've been talking about that. Uh, let people know how they can sign up to this email list that want to, you know, connect with you more that might not know that that's the way, that's the best way to connect with you now. <laughs> and, and tell us about, I mean, uh, the, uh, the Jonah movie. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, obviously you just go to my website, you sign up. That's, that's the easiest way to sign up for the mailing list. But, um, as far as the Jonah movie goes, um, that's kind of been the catalyst of all this. So, yeah. I had a guy, again, you know, when you do something for 18 years, it's like a generation change. And so this, this was a guy who was a kid when I first performed, like, at Acquire the Fire or something, when he was still in high school or whatever. Yeah. He did two videos for me on the last album. He did the Know About It one with Derek Minor, and he did the video with Cannon. And we were just working on something, and he just, over tacos, he was like, yo, man, I'm, what about this? What happened with that? Who's this guy? <laughs> he just asked me question after question after question. And I'm like, you're very specific in like your knowledge. You want to know? He's like, man, I'm just fascinated with your story. I would love to do a documentary about wow. your story. And um, I said, it's funny you say that because I want to do new music. I said, what if we tie these two together and just start shooting? And he was like, let's do it. And so he came out of pocket. I came out of pocket, and then eventually we kickstarted both at the same time. And um, yeah, we shot over six months. We got my dad in there. We got. You know, guys like Cannon, Marty's hilarious. Marty is might might be one of the funniest interviews in there because he talks about how his mom ran his CDs over with her car <laughs> and made her go made him go buy my first album. That's um, beautiful. And while he's telling you this, then a guy gets arrested in front of us on the camera. Like it was just perfect Marty social club moment. But um yeah, I went back to my childhood <laughs> homie that I used to rap with when I was like fourteen. We interviewed him. You know, my wife's in there, my kids are in there. You see literally my whole life from birth to salvation and then from salvation till now. And it's not a pain. It's not a pretty picture. Like you hear about me getting dropped. You hear about the backlash at Dear slim. You hear about, you know, where I'm at right now and the ups and downs. It's it's just, it's, it's what it is. And it's in 52 minutes and it's, um, I don't think it's ever really been done before. Yeah. But, um, the the response has been awesome. That's good. So we're actually, that's actually what I'm doing tonight. I show tonight and then do a show. So nice. Where's your uh, show at tonight? Man, I'm in the Berg. I'm in Lynchburg, Virginia, uh, where all evangelicals come to to die, to rest, to to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So I'm in here in Lynchburg, Virginia, um, just rocking a show at a. Uh, it's like a. I don't know if it's a club or a bar or it's a restaurant. I can't really figure out what where I'm at, but it's, okay, it's a cool spot. Good stuff, man. Any uh, plans for coming out on the west? Uh, I don't have anything right now. Oh, maybe I do. We're trying to organize something in May. I've actually kind of kept my schedule a little bit light because of the church responsibilities, to be honest yeah. with you. But, um, man, last time I kicked it with you out there in Vegas, that was that was a really good time. So hopefully yeah. uh, I'll get out there again this year. 
Dope, man. Let's do it. And uh, one more thing, man. What What is the KJ route? <laughs> this is why I love you, man. You know I had to ask this, this question. This is why I love you. Oh, I was hoping you were going to ask more. Um, <laughs> I think what... Okay, so first of all... <laughs> and, and, and for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, yeah. uh, we're talking about Ruzlan. He wrote a diss track, uh, a Christian right. diss track, so it's a nice diss track because he, uh, <laughs> he complimented the person he dissed at the end of the song. Um, but, right. you know, there, there was a big Shylin versus everybody... And right. Ruslan jumped in, and and you know he wrote a diss track, which I actually liked the track. Right. It, it, it was fun to me. But he had yeah. a line where he said something about if I went the KJ route, um, and something right. something where's KJ now? And I'm like, I right. know where KJ is. He's on my Facebook, <laughs> you know. So, um, well, let me backstory that. I don't know Ruslan. I've only met him once, and I met him once in San Diego. And he actually, I sat with him for like three hours, and, and he just picked my brain about you know. Uh, that was back when I think when he was in a group, um, the breaks probably. And he, yeah, that's what it was. So he picked my brain and then I just shared knowledge with him and I never talked to him ever since then. I think what he was trying to say, and again, uh, again, I, again, you can actually listen. This is my first podcast was about that. Okay, uh, my yeah. podcast, KJ Fuzzy podcast. But, um, I think what he was saying, he chose not to go the youth groupie, uh, churchy, easy way, yeah. which is, you know, I get, I get hit with that all the time or well, not really anymore, but every once in a while, but you know, I went the easy way. I, I played churches. I was yeah. church friendly. I was youth group friendly. I was corny. I was CCM, you know? Yeah. I think what he was basically saying is he didn't do that. Uh, and so I don't know the line. Where's KJ now? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it just means like, I'm gone. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I understand a lot of it's out of sight, out of mind, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, you know, whatever, man. I didn't take offensive to it. I wasn't like going to write my rebuttal. Yeah. My work will speak for itself. And if you're not paying attention, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me. So you, know? so you guys didn't have any conversations on social media about this? No, because it's not, listen, I've been around long enough that this is not the first time this has happened. Yeah. Okay. So, this has happened to me over and over and over. It doesn't happen now, but um, I'm not going to take a... F it's not a hill worth dying on. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, it's not... What am I going to do? I'm still here, bro. Like, what does that prove? Does <laughs> yeah, it exactly. matter? You and, know what I mean? And, like, and knowing Ruslan, because I've known him for quite a while now, um, knowing him and seeing what he's doing on social media, he, he does a lot of stuff to get attention, which some might take yeah. it as bad. I think it's good right. if you're trying to build your brand, uh, you know, and if it was like a crazy diss, I would have been like, all right, bro, you got to chill. But I think it was more of a fun, fun thing. But, you know, knowing him, a lot of cats are doing this and they do. We know controversy gets the most attention on social media these days. And I think that's kind of, you know, all that was, you know, even with even going at Shylin, because a lot of people were like, Ruslan, you had nothing to do with what Shylin was talking about. Why are you writing a diss track to right. him? Because everyone else who Shylin was even talking about wasn't even responding to Shylin. And then you have someone right. else coming in and, and doing stuff like that. But uh, I mean, I thought it was funny. I love that line. Uh, I was I was laughing hysterically when I first heard it and second heard it and third heard it. Uh, but right. I thought well, it was I funny because I know you've been around, you know, the right you haven't ever went away you've been very consistent uh you know with right. music and with being out there doing uh shows and, and all that yeah but you know i mean look it's easy to diss the old guy let's just be real like it's easy to go at the guy who's been around forever because it's like you know it's it's the low-hanging fruit and yeah. i'm sure kj now and kj route just rhymed so yeah. i mean it is what it is 
Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, in my in my opinion, here's my opinion. Yes, you're right. From a, from a marketing standpoint and from an artistic standpoint and a building your career standpoint, all that stuff makes sense. But all I would push back and go from a kingdom standpoint, does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. That's all I would say. So that's all it is. Yeah. Thank you. Good stuff. Oh, you so, just got I mean, uh, but again, look, I, it's not even, I, did, I think the only reason I did a podcast about it is because I had so many people ask me to say something. <laughs> so the one with me and Dre is actually pretty funny. I mean, I thought it was pretty good. So just go listen to it. I don't even, I, I don't even remember what I said, to be honest with you. Yeah. So all his podcasts, everything, the movie, uh, the videos, the song, the email list, you can go to kj52.com and uh, follow him everywhere on there. And uh, one more thing, because yeah. you did mention like you, you got, you know, people that said stuff about you taking the easy route before. Um, my, yes. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people say, I'm not doing it for the church, which is really stupid to me right. because a lot of church <laughs> kids are not really, right. you know, they need to learn how to follow Christ. They need, they need leaders in their lives. And right. I've never understood why these, why a lot of artists don't want to be leaders. It's like, so you want to be in the club right. and then I go in the club right. and see you perform in the club. And now I'm seeing you smoke weed in the back of the club with everyone else right. in the club. So you're not really doing the ministry. You're acting like you're doing not saying all the artists no. do, do it like that. No, but right. I've seen that a lot of times. Um, right. And, and as me growing up in church, I needed leaders to come in and inspire me to, to be different. I wouldn't be where I'm at today doing speak live radio, doing run the Christian website. If it wasn't right. for people like you and, and, and artists that I grew up listening to coming into my life and coming into my church, doing that stuff, sure. we needed that ministry just as much as the people outside needed that ministry. And guess what? We yeah. actually bought the albums, you know, yeah. We're the ones yep. paying for it. People in the club are like, okay, cool. Oh, that's oh, okay. Dope. Cool. Dap you up, leave, you know? Yep. You're absolutely right. Um, no, you're absolutely right. But you know what? It's no different than when the nation of Israel was like, you know what? We want a King like everybody else. So I think some of the people yeah. definitely come at it with pure motives. Some of the people, they just want validation yeah. and they don't feel they're validated in the church setting. So yeah. they think the mainstream side is just infinitely better, but Listen, I've been in every possible venue you could imagine. I've been in the dirtiest clubs, and yeah. I've rocked it there to the nicest, cleanest churches you can imagine. Yeah, so you could do I it all. Tell you, well, it's not. I'm not saying like in a look at me sense. I'm just yeah. saying it's not as glamorous as you think. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I'm saying I'm not saying like you personally could do it all. I'm saying as an artist, you you don't have oh, to yeah. shut one off to do the other. Right. Yeah. But usually, guys that do that, they're they're a little more immature in the face. Yeah. Or they're stars in their eyes. Yeah. And they just don't know. Or they go into it, you know, they're just immature believers, and so they go in, and, and that world just takes them under. Yeah. You know, unfortunately. And it's sad to say, but listen, I'm usually more drawn to the guy that's in the room that says nothing, because I know usually that's the guy that's actually doing the work, versus yeah. the dude that's in the corner beating the drum talking about how much he's doing. Yep. Yep, definitely. If you're, if you're, if you're on your... On your J-O-B, you don't need to talk about it. It speaks for itself. Yeah, that's real. That's real. You know? Words of wisdom from KJ52. And the other pet peeve is just because someone's older doesn't mean they can't rap anymore. And, and they're not, they don't know what's going on. It's like, <laughs> well, you might you know, want to follow one of those older, older artists because they have a lot of knowledge to give. Go ahead. Can I say something about that? Definitely. It's funny you say that because where I find most of the pushback about age is, it's not from kids. It's usually guys in their 30s 
who are scared to get into their 40s. Wow. Because kids have actually grown up in a world where they don't know any difference between a 21 Savage and an Eminem. It lives on both of an equal plane. Yeah. Now, wow. granted, if you look like you're unhealthy and you're old, that's one thing. But I'm just saying, like, we yeah. have to give kids way more credit than we do because most of the people that are pushing back about age are insecure about their own age yeah, or their yeah. lack of a career or what's on the way. Yeah, and I don't know how you feel, but my 40s have been way better than any other age. Oh, dude. I mean, listen, I have all the experience of a grown man, but I still have the hustle of a young one. So it's yeah. like, that's why I say in one of the songs, it's like, I got a fountain of youth. It's like, I got a fountain of truth. Like, yeah. that's the truth. That's good. That's good, you man. You know? And I'll outrun any of these guys in a mile if they challenge me, so it's <laughs> on. Let's do it. So the KJ52 <laughs> Mile Challenge, uh, hashtag that. Uh, it's going to be all Absolutely. over social media, everywhere. Yes. So uh, yes. <laughs> challenge him. Once again, follow him, kj52.com, everywhere. Um, dude, I appreciate the call, man. Good luck with the show tonight. And uh, I definitely want to see you out here soon, man. So we'll try to work something out on yeah, that. Uh, we're gonna appreciate get, you, Quan. Thank you, man. No problem, bro. We're going to get into the new track, All I Had, featuring Dayton. This is KJ52. Love you, bro. Talk to you soon. Love you, too. Talk to you soon. Later. Then they said I made a wrong decision I came this far, still I'm on a mission Still I stand behind the bars, kinda like I gone to prison I got a vision, I listen, my savior gone to risk My God is still upon the throne when you wanna diss him The old me is dead and gone, I ain't gonna miss him My God had to subtract, it's like it's long division They still think I'm kinda all part-time rapper I'm a full-time man of God <laughs> You see the rock that I'm standing on All you ever see is the green like it's camouflage Got a team, man, we standing strong One hand out here, another hand of God Been through it all, I ain't planning to fall Plus he guys my every move, like the dude in Avatar And all I had was Jesus in the family All I had was Jesus in the family All I had was Jesus in the family Y'all ain't understand me, I ain't had a plan B And all I had was Jesus in the family All I had was Jesus in the family All I had is Jesus in the family Say that God is in the details I say that God is taking three nails Paid it all upon the cross when he prevailed When the devil had me lying now but he fell What you see here, I'm just an eyewitness So I'm running back to him like the line of scrimmage You can't tell me now, now that I'm finished But you missed the balls, kinda like a blind gymnast Blind gymnast, man, you can't see I rock it tighter than your pants be So if I'm silent and I can't speak I be speaking all up in my ears like a hands-free <laughs> You can slam me, ban me All I ever got was this Never had a plan B I got no limits to his plans B All I ever had, that was Jesus in the family God in this life is my squad and the mic That I use to speak into the darkness When I call him the light I got the Holy Spirit, my Heavenly Father in Christ That I serve with all of my might And I follow despite the persecution This promise, they say this calling's a plight But in my past, I wasn't scared of a brawl or a fight Why would that change, especially now When God has been right there beside me Fighting my battles, demons fall at the sight of my king He stands taller than Godzilla stands So I'm safe, I feel like Anne and King Kong's gorilla hands Who lied to Satan and 
told him that there's still a chance It is written only the army of God will advance A plan B would just be man-made So I'm banking on plan A And no, I can't sway In the face of death, I worship with my hands raised I will give it all for Jesus and my family And all I have with Jesus and the family All I have with Jesus and the family All I have with Jesus and the family Y'all ain't understand me, I ain't had a plan B And all I have with Jesus and the family Jesus in the family. All I had is Jesus in the family. I ain't got a plan, B now.